calling all patriots. The time is now to take a stance and let your voice be heard. Join us on Unmuzzled Chat Podcast, where we are seeking to improve lives and ensure a better tomorrow. Be a guest on the podcast. Your story matters. Join the community. Support this movement. It is only our futures at stake and our children's. Let's take our muzzles off and unite. We are excited to hear from you. Find us on Rumble or any podcast app by searching for Unmuzzled Chat. God bless you all. See you soon. Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio, the good, good guys radio. Where the good guys always win. Just like Donald Trump said, we're going to win so much, we're going to get tired of winning. And just like I say, well, Donald Trump, I'm like Kevin Gates. I don't get tired of winning. Anyway, I get tired. I like to take a good nap every now and then. Whew, man, I tell you, we're live this morning on a brisk fall morning. I can't believe we're actually having a fall in Mississippi. Maybe some of these skaters are going to die. That'd be nice. As far as I'm concerned, we have a mass apocalypse of skeeters, and I'd be good. I'm sure they. I'm sure there's a reason they're here, but uh, I could do. I could do without them. I'm just gonna be honest. I could do without them. Man, it feels good out there this morning. I think it said 44, 45 degrees in my car, something like that. I'm wearing shorts, of course. Me and my old buddy Tony Young. I think we wear shorts year round. I don't think I've ever seen Tony without a pair of shorts on. <laughs> I got on my Clay Edwards show hoodie this morning. Uh, they are available at clayedwardshow.com. Just click on the merch link or swag link or whatever it is up top. You'll see it. <clears throat> All right, man. Let's just, we're live in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. The phones and the text line will be open shortly. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. The Mack Hike of Flowood phone line, 601-879-0002. So last night. I'm getting ready for bed. I made a video last night of my new my new nightly video series. It's called Jackson Uncensored. I kind of take the news, read it, give my my take on the news, a lot like what Tim Poole and some of these other guys do, but I do a local version of it. I used to call my show Jackson Uncensored, and I thought this is actually really fitting for the name now. So I resurrected it, and I made a video right before I went to bed. I ended up deleting it this morning because the audio was messed up on it, but long story short... And you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at Save Jackson. And uh, I'll post them there as well as the Save Jackson Facebook page. I really want to use them to grow the YouTube, though. But anyway, I digress. Enough self-promotion. Kenneth Stokes came out and did a, did a whole article about the Capital City Police. My friends and yours, the Jump Out Boys, they ain't happy with them. And I've told y'all, Jacksonians, the leaders in Jackson cannot have anybody holding their criminals accountable. These are good, God-fearing criminals, drug dealers, car thieves, killers, and everything else bad you can do. Now they're mad that the Capital City Police have done had to shoot another one. And I told y'all on my show Monday, was it Monday? 
I told y'all. I said there's been a, po- a Capital City police shooting. Maybe it was Tuesday. Whichever day I was late getting here. I told y'all there was a shooting. And I told y'all that it had not been released yet, but that the victim, or the victim, the perp, he ain't a victim, that the guy, the bad guy, was deceased. They had not announced it yet. Well, I, Stokes is mad. The pulpit pimp Pickett, Pastor Pickett, is mad. He's basically calling for riots in Jackson. You know, they they they, man, they all want these 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 Democrat communities. They all want their own George Floyd incident so bad they don't know what to do. They want all that attention. They want all that federal money, all that BLM fundraising money. They want all that in their community. They need that. They need that controversy to grow their brands, to to justify all this nonsense, to take the eye off, to take the attention away from the violence and murder and crime and corruption and no water and just everything you can imagine that's wrong in these cities like Jackson, Mississippi. They need that. They they will gladly sacrifice a young Democrat criminal to the social justice gods to get that attention rained down upon the city. To take the attention away from their corruption and undoings. And that's what they're going to try to use with this most recent Capital City police shooting. And uh, so the Capitol Police have been involved in three shootings, I believe. The one Monday or Tuesday night, whatever it was. The one where it was a high-speed pursuit, and the guy was shooting out the back window of his car going down the interstate at Capital City Police. He was shooting at them, going down the interstate. Got shot back. I believe the passenger in the car, a girl, got shot. She didn't die. She'll be all right. She may, she may be a little more selective about who she chooses to ride in the car with moving forward. Uh, and, and he's going to jail. And uh, then there was an off-duty Capital City policeman who was working a private security detail somewhere. And, and there was a shooting where a guy pulled a gun on him. So all, all three shootings have been justified. This one the other night, I know some of the details. I don't know that I'm privileged to share all of them right now. But I'm just going to tell you this. When the details come out, if, the, if, if what I'm told is 100% true, Pastor Pickett, Stokes, all of them going to look like buffoons, more so than they already do. It just never fails that they, they jump out in front of these things like, oh, no, they, these Madison, and I'm going to do a video tonight because I, I just can't do it on air. It's too long. I'm going to do a video tonight of a side-by-side with Pastor Pickett's 24-minute video and me. And I'm going to pick it apart. I'm going to pick it apart on this and tell you everywhere he's wrong. That'll be tonight uh, on the Save Jackson YouTube and Facebook channels. I may do it live. But anyway, just stay tuned for that. But we're going to pick it apart. And they're going to be they're going to be wrong again, but that, they need that. They need these type incidents to take the attention away from what they're doing. You know, my buddy, my buddy of mine sent me a video this morning. I, it's got too many cuss words to play on air. It's only about a minute long, 
and it, and it inspired me to do to do a public service announcement. I just did want to post it to my TikTok, but I'm gonna reenact it here. And by the way, follow me on TikTok at Save JXN. <laughs> oh, words! I they, they they don't get any less stupid, no matter how much I say them. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> anyway, that's where the, that's where that's one of the battlegrounds right now. So that's where we're gonna be. I'm gonna do a public service announcement. We're gonna call it "How Not to Get Shot by the Cops." Don't do dumb stuff. Don't break the law. Don't try to run the police over with your vehicle. Y'all gonna find out a little more about that as we go. Yeah, boom. You don't get shot by the cops. Don't don't make the cops feel like their lives are threatened by your actions. And you won't get shot by the cops. It ain't that hard. It is not hard. One of the easiest things in life to accomplish is to get through it without getting shot by the police. That is 100% in your control. Do not, how not to get shot by the cops should be the easiest lesson you'll ever learn. Don't break the law. Don't put yourself in a situation where you have to have a negative interaction with the police. I mean, it's that simple. Color your skin's irrelevant. Don't break the law. Don't point a gun at police. Don't try to run the police over with your vehicle. In, in the discussion, they're mad currently because they they didn't find out to the next day that the guy was DOA, 10-7, out of service. You know, so, okay, so I think it happened Sunday night. Yeah, it was Sunday night. I got my days a little off here. It was Sunday night, and they just found, they just announced yesterday that the, that the guy was dead. Now, I, again, I told y'all Monday that he was dead. Yep. If you you got to listen to the show. You got to pay attention because you will be some of the most informed citizens in Jackson, Mississippi, if you'll listen to this show every morning. I've got my finger on the pulse of what's going on. I got some of the best connections in the city. I know what's going on. I don't. It don't mean I like all of it. It ain't necessarily something I'm bragging about. But if you want to be a couple days ahead of everybody else with news, listen to this show. And Kim Wade in the afternoons concerning Jackson. Me and Kim Wade got some of the best connections in the city. We know what's going on. Listen to us. And you'll be right. You'll, you will not be wrong. And if I ever am wrong, I'll be the first one to tell you, hey, Jump the gun, got that one a little wrong. It happens. But uh, anyway, how not to get shot by the cops should be the easiest thing you ever do. It shouldn't take any thought. You just be a good person. Don't break the law. Don't try to kill the police. I mean, as much dumb stuff as I've done in my life, I've never come close to getting shot by the cops to the best of my knowledge. Never come close to getting shot by the cops. So, you know, we're still, and I'm going to tell you, I'm sure what's going to end up happening here is there's going to be riots in Jackson. There's going to be massive protest in Jackson over this. God's, uh, you know, you, I'm tell, you can't kill the, they're, they're, 
they're criminal citizens. They need them. Those are they have nurtured them. If you start eliminating the pro- the crime problem in Jackson, you eliminate a need for all these oppressed for a living folks to make their living. So it's going to get my prediction, and I may I hope I'm wrong. My prediction is they're trying to stir up the base, Stokes and Pickett. They want uprising in Jackson. They want civil unrest in Jackson over this. They need to get everybody in Jackson back on the same page. They got to get everybody back on the same page. Because people have gotten a little, people are mad right now. They're starting to call out the corruption. Your, your normie black po- person, this your normal black person that lives in Jackson, has then got tired of the corruption at City Hall. So, in their minds, you get them back on the same page by making a big deal out of a, a cop killing a black person. I mean, I hate to make it all so black and white, but that, that's what's going on here. Jacktown Jesse Jackson, uh, Pickett, trying to stir that pot to take the attention away from what's going on in Jackson. And you don't think that rises their profile? If you got all the local, I mean, all the national news outlets here, and he's standing behind the family up on the stage. You know, if I, I the first time I ever heard of Pickett, him and uh, Napoleon Polo used to do a show together, and I used to do a show with Polo too. I ain't knocking him about that. Uh, but here's the deal. He would jump straight on there, and this is where Napoleon was actually right. Pickett was on there and blamed all of Jackson's problems on racism. Said everything wrong with Jackson is, wrong, is due to racism. And Polo called him out on it and said, no, 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 it's, it starts at the home. We ain't raising our kids right. He was 100% correct. And got a little sidebar here. I uh arguing with somebody or something or another on an Instagram post about something. And they were talking about the, all the white meth heads coming over from Rankin County into Jackson, blah, blah, blah. And I just simply replied back. I said, and they, they mentioned Pearl. I said, I think Pearl's got one homicide this year. And it's the one where the, the, the girl killed her own baby, throwing it into the concrete, into the street. And that's terrible. But that was a demonically possessed individual. Jackson, as of this morning, has 97 homicides. If we try really hard, we can be at 100 by the end of the weekend. We can hit the century mark by the end of the weekend in Jackson. So you're talking about 97 versus 1. 97 versus 1. You tell me where the problem is. You tell me where the problem is. It ain't, the problem ain't white meth heads coming over into Jackson. That's not, I mean, that's a problem. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think, those people, I've I've done a whole show about this before. Those people aren't going back to Rankin County. They stay over in Jackson. Those are Jackson citizens now. They live in your little rent-by-the-hour hotels up and down Highway 80. Those are Jacksonians now. We've given them to you. And, you know, yeah. And I say it, people think I'm joking. If you don't want white Rankin County meth heads in Jackson, tell your drug dealers to quit selling meth. Problem solved. They won't be over here no more. Get Have a meeting. Get your the local drug dealers union together. And say, look, guys, we're going to have to start selling a different drug. The meth keeps bringing all these Rankantonians over here. And it's not good for us. We got to clean up our city. <laughs> All right, man. Look, this is the Clay Edwards show. We're going to take our first break of the day. 
Anson Walker is going to be joining us here at some point. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. It is the Thursday edition. Look, man, we were on fire that first segment. I mean, I'm just going to lay it out there. If they thought I was going to cower and run because they're mad now, they got the wrong one. They got the wrong one. I put it all on the line. To get to where I wanted to get in life, I had to put my beliefs on the front line. And that's what I'm going to do. That is what I'm going to do. So, all right. This segment is going to be brought to you by how about how about I should be more organized. This A1 Gear and Auto. Man, my good friends down there on Highway 49. Justin and his team. Look, man, is your uh, check engine light on? All right. Here's another thing. Going into this time of year, as people are starting to crank up their heaters for the first time, is your heater not working? Which I never thought I, I didn't think I'd be saying this in the same week I was promoting air conditioning repair. But is, if you, is your heater not working? Maybe you got a, maybe you got a messed up thermostat. It could be something as easy as a thermostat. Uh, swing by A1 Gear and Auto. Let them check it out. And, of course, uh, front end, rear end, differential work. This is, they are the leaders in gear and differential work. Front end, four-wheel drive, transfer cases, all that stuff. These are your folks right there on 49 in Florence at A1 Gear and Auto. Check engine light, uh, brakes, radiators, they do it all right there. The only thing they, the only thing they don't do is work on diesel engines. But they, they will gladly uh, work on your transfer cases and differentials and all that on your diesel. You know, we're getting into hunting season. You go, you done gone and got some new big jacked up tires and rims and stuff. Put a lift kit on your truck or your Jeep. And, you know, those factory gears aren't made to pull those big tires. So go by there. Let them get you the right gear ratio set up in your front and rear, uh, in your front and rear differentials. Get to get the good axles put in there that can handle those big things. And, and most people don't know this. You, you need to upgrade your brakes too when you put those bigger wheels and tires on there. You got to stop it. And uh, A1 Gear and Auto can get you rolling with all that. So check them out. Give them a call today, 601-939-1060. All right, in studio with me, I got my buddy Anson Walker. Anson, were you listening to me rant? Yes, sir. Uh, do you agree that one of the easiest things in life to avoid happening to you is get shot by the cops? Yeah, uh, I, I do. Your headphones working? Good. No. No, I don't, I don't know what to tell you there, brother. But we will uh, we'll figure that out while I talk. It's, it's, it's live radio. There we go. It's live radio. Yeah. Um. What do you think, man? Is that one of the easiest things in life? Yeah, it is. And I can say this. Um. You're talking to somebody who spent 31 days in jail 20 years ago. And uh, when I decided that I was going to do right and not wrong, it's funny how the cops have never singled me out in my entire life. Now, they singled me out when I was speeding. Okay, they did. They singled me out. Uh, they singled me out when I ran a stop sign, and they singled me out when I ran a red light. I remember remember all three of them. But uh, let's go back to why did they single me out? Because I broke the law. It's not real hard, Clay. When I'm not breaking the law, cops seem to leave me alone. You know, I, I told this story until I'm blue in the face, but every time I interview a cop here, I, I mention that. I said, you know, I was look, I raised a lot of hell, praised a lot of Dale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, I had a good time. Nobody will ever accuse me of not having a good time. Right, right. And I, cops messed with me a lot. But that's because they were doing their job. This, you know when cops quit messing with me, Anson? 
Let me. Let me well, all right, I'm gonna sit down. You go ahead and tell me when. I'll give you three guesses. The first two don't count. <laughs> it's when I. It's when I quit doing dumb stuff. Yeah. When I quit breaking the law. Yeah, you quit being a knucklehead. Yep. You know, I, yeah. I, I tell the story all the time. John Cooley, ranking Hines uh, County Sheriff's Department, he took a. I don't want to say he took a liking towards me. I'd then become just enough of a nuisance in his side that he made sure I spent some time out there at the Raymond Hilton. Right. And I did. I look. I didn't like him for it. I was. I wasn't ready to calm down. Right. Right. And, and when I got out and you know spent a little time on house arrest and probation yeah. and all that stuff, I became very grateful. Absolutely. For John Cooley, yeah, you know, it's kind of taking a taking attention to me. Like I said, I yeah. don't think he was doing it out of the goodness of his heart. I, I think I had been just enough of a butthole that he was going to make yeah. me make me learn a lesson. You know, but I, now we're buddies. Yeah, and here's the thing, man. Put yourself in their shoes. Use some empathy for one time in your life. And, and I'll give you examples. About three months ago, I'm coming out of past Germantown High School, almost get run over by which I didn't know it, but it was an SUV will end up being stolen. And I'm like, what is wrong? He ran me off the road. And, I, you know, I drive an SUV, so I got, you know, got in the grass, got out of the way. And then two Madison County deputy sheriffs were on his AWS. And, of course, they pulled him over in Jackson. He, you know, what wrecked him, whatever. But oh, it was yeah, a stolen yeah, vehicle. Mm-hmm. But it literally, one of my buddies was chasing him. And I texted him that night, hey, if you can tell me what was going on, and he goes, man, I saw you. That was some that was some good driving. You know, you got out of the way. But uh, he was okay. Nobody got hurt on our side. Uh, that guy went to jail. And it was one of his buddies stole another vehicle, and they both went to jail that night. But that's what cops deal with. And I don't think the normal person can really imagine or fathom what they go through on a daily basis. Man, they can lose their life at any point in time, Clay. We don't have to go through that, brother. And, uh, y'all, I support the blue. I don't care who you are, man. I got your back. Uh, man, uh, woman, I don't care. The Walkers support the police, a hundred percent. Amen. Did you see yesterday the, uh, the 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 buffoon that stole a big work truck or something out in Madison? No, and I heard about it, but I didn't. Yeah. yeah I, I I look, man. With what Save Jackson, the platform has become. This yeah. Ain't, this ain't nothing to do with Clay, but the the platform, you know. It's become like the local version of World Star Hip Hop a little bit, yeah. and, and people like to send their—I just call it their car crash videos yes. and stuff like that. Police yeah. chase. I we get a lot of content before anybody else, and uh, I got—it was crazy. I had one buddy that was behind it right there behind Patty Pet Honda when it where it ended at in front yeah. of the, in front of Ridgeland High School, and one buddy was coming out of Patty Pet Honda. And they, they both, I don't even know if they know each other, but they both sent me video of it from different angles. Right. So I, I hit up another, a buddy of mine out there, and I was like, hey, what's going on? He's like, stolen vehicle, already called, already rammed the police. Multiple police vehicles had been damaged. I was like, oh, this ain't, this guy's about to have a bad day. He is. Yeah. And uh, some, just some guy from over in Vicksburg or whatever just. What did he steal? I want to say it was a big work truck. What are you going to do with a work truck if you steal it? Like, Man. are you going to work? I mean, it's like, it's, yeah, exactly. You know, get up on yeah, for the sake of joking around, well, you know, like a, you steal a boom truck or something. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? You gonna slap your logo on it? and yeah. think nobody notices. I know, I know, man. I just uh, again, I can't. You know, I used to be a first class knucklehead. I did, but uh, man, stop! If you do dumb stuff, you're gonna get dumb prizes. I'm just telling you. Quit doing dumb stuff. Amen, dude. God. Amen. Let me check the Guns and Gear text line real quick, man. <laughs> see if I, I'm sure we got some opinionated. He stole a work truck, but he doesn't work. I just don't get it, man. Yeah, ain't no doubt, man. Uh, uh, one of the one of the uh, Capital City Police uh, texted in and said, "Man, thank you, Anson. Wish more folks 
felt that way like y'all well, do. Well, let me let me re- let me respond to that. All right, so Mr. Capitol Policeman, let me tell you right now, all of the people that I hang out with absolutely think like that. All the people I go to church with absolutely think about it like that. All the people I train, they think exactly what I just told you. Y'all got a lot more support than you think. Okay, I want you to know that. Yeah, now, now, Junior texts in on the Guns and Gear text line and says that um, no mother should have to fear for her son's life every time he goes to rob a bank. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, you know, but Junior's look, right. He is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man. Look, a shout out to Josh Hawkins this morning. He just sent a picture. He's wearing his Clay Edwards show hoodie. I like it, Josh. I got mine on too, brother. Heck yeah. I was just sitting here telling Anson how he could sell some Anson Walker ones. Yeah, he was. So, well, look, let's tell you what, Anson. Let's take a break. Okay. Come back and let's get our weekly Walker lifestyle segment. Absolutely. What are we going to talk about? Dude, uh, I finished the book, The The Richest Man Who Ever Lived, and I'm going to close you out with a little bit of uh, knowledge from King Solomon himself. I, I need some good some good knowledge. <laughs> I needed it earlier. <laughs> All right, man. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We're live in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. I got Anson B. Walker with the Walker Lifestyle coming up next on 103.9 WYAB. We got a Thomas on the Mack Hiker Flowwood phone line. Thomas, enlighten us. You're on there. Hello? Uh, Clay. Yes. <clears throat> Man, I was on a talking to you know black people on the internet, you know, in a uh, what's called a webinar or whatever, and they were talking about these issues and the issues of black people in America since slavery and up to now that we're going through now, and black people have a struggle on their hands. You know what I mean? And I'm getting to the point where. What people like you and all those people you just got through talking about are saying that you want black people not to act black anymore. Is that what you're insinuating, Clay? Well, define what acting black is. Mm, pretty much how black people have been acting ever since they came over on the boat. Well, if, if if we're talking about the bad behavior going on in Jackson, I would if like want, to, if, if that's acting black, I would like them to stop acting black. This is what it's all about. If you want me to be a Republican voter, you ain't going to take my blackness from me. I don't want you, nobody one. wants you your blackness. That, buddy. You can counter that. This is an I'm anti-cancel culture black. show. I ain't like him, way. I'm going to always be black now. <laughs> okay. So you, you, you're you not going to try to correct black people's behavior issues. You're not going to take black. You ain't going to take my black walk from me, man. And I got a pimp walk, too. Okay, it ain't about a pimp walk. I'm going to always be black, even in your eye. I just got through reading something like that on the Internet. And I was finna send it to you. Uh, let, matter of fact, let me say it, say it online to, to get the correct. Let me say it on the air, right? Well, let me go back to it. It says, your effort would never matter to a person who doesn't care about you anyway. That's what I'm trying to I've been trying to tell y'all. I don't care what black people do. You'll you never like black people because you're a racist. I love black people. If black people did, if, if, they, if they put the guns down in Jackson today, you still got something to say. That's what I'm talking about. That's what pissed me off. But they're not going to put the it's guns down. black people in Jackson. It's for educated black people in Jackson. Black people in Jackson don't but love each other. don't give other. a fuck about them. Mm. If you don't give a fuck about black people. Well, we'll, ha- we'll have to end it on that note. Thanks for listening. Tune in. Breaking rules when necessary. I even got it on the back of my shirt. 
this morning. Hey, this segment is going to be brought to you by Watchman Security Services. That's right. You can shop them online. Check them out online at watchmansecure.com. Located, family-owned and located right there in Pearl, Mississippi for 35 years. Founded in 1987 by retired police officer Eric Knight. Look, if you need indoor, outdoor cameras, they got them. If you need security systems, they got them. Gate access, smart doorbells, thermostats, and more. WatchmanSecure.com. Watchman Security Services. Give them a call, 601-955-9952 for all of your residential and commercial uh, security services. They got it. Hey, they're also an alarm.com service provider for over 15 years and counting. And hey, look, man, I know there's a lot of stuff going on about uh, smart thermostats and this, that, and the other. As long as you don't sign up for those uh, energy rebate uh, stuff where they have control of your smart thermostat, you have nothing to worry about. So get you a smart thermostat, be able to control all it, be able to control your entire house from your phone, especially here in Mississippi. Like I'll leave my air on 73 when I leave the house and it, it may get up to 90 degrees on, in, in a, on a nice January day. Like, man, I wish I had my air on or vice versa. Like, man, let me cool it off some before I get home. And pull up the phone, pull up the app, boom. Have it nice, cool, or warm, whatever your preference is, when you get home. Be able to watch, uh, you know, if you got dog cameras, you want to see what your dogs are doing in the house, like I need to be doing, watchmansecure.com. All kind of great, uh, useful options there. So check them out on, online, watchmansecure.com. All right. He is back from the dead. He has arisen. This is Thomas on the Mac Hiker Flowwood phone line. Good morning, Thomas. We had a funeral for you and everything. Good morning. When did you have that? Well, I, online. Oh, okay. On the, on the podcast. On the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I thought you died of a massive heart attack the other day when you called in. You, you were stroking out. Well... Today I'm calling about the mask situation that you were talking about. If people want to wear, still wear the mask to feel protected, then let them do that. Don't 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 say they shouldn't do that. As far as they may have health issues, you know, they have mental health issues. I don't think it's mental. I think COVID still out there. Probably not as bad as it was, but you still may need to wear a mask if that's what you want to do, because. I think COVID still out there a little bit or whatever, and nothing wrong with wearing the mask. Well, COVID's still out there, but the mask the mask don't stop it. But let's 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 not let's not rewind too much on that. We can agree to okay, disagree. But, but what else you got? Let's say the mask. I think the mask does protect. It protects gives you some type of protection because I know a few older people that are sick, and you know they really don't want people around them unless they have a mask on. Well, it seems like to me, everybody that wears a mask are the first people that seem to get sick the most. It's really strange how that worked. I know, but people, people, the mask, if you ask me, it, it, it is some protection. Now, I, and a lot of y'all stink anyway. You know, you smell like wet dogs, so I don't want to smell you. Better than so cocoa butter. do help with that. I remember when I was in Walmart, a white lady passed gas and went on the other aisle, and the whole aisle smelled like burnt eggs. But tell me this. Okay, so with that being said, I'm glad I had the mask on because it eliminated the smell a little bit. And that was, I think that was at the uh, Walmart in Richland. Let's talk about this white people smelling like wet dogs. I've heard this for years. Uh, 
so do we do we just smell like wet dogs to black people when we're wet or just all the time? All the time. I went I went to this place probably about three years ago. Actually I was doing some work at this place where a lot of white people were at. They 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 were there prior to me getting there. And they had had some type of event. And it wasn't an event where they were dressed up, so it was an event where they were, you know, doing whatever white people do, get wild a little bit. And it smelled like a pack of German shepherds had been in there. Were they line really dancing? I, it wasn't a dance. It was like an event. You know how y'all do those different uh, galas? Whatever you have. You know, whatever y'all do. And I had went there after it was over with to do some work or whatever. And it smelled like a pack of German shepherds. Now I almost vomited. And I actually left early and decided not to come back. I'm going to have to see some scientific studies on this. Because it smelled horrible. It smelled like a pack of German Shepherds. German Shepherds everywhere. It smelled like at least about 18 German Shepherds in there all day. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So the mask at least cut down on the smell of people, you know. Nobody want to smell nobody stinking. Let's see here. You're getting some text on the Guns and Gear text line. Let's see if anybody is coming in. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Okay. So go ahead. Continue. Yeah. What What so, else you got? So my thing is just let people wear the mask. Now, I think it's stupid when they wear them in vehicles. You you shouldn't drive with a mask on. I think that's stupid as hell. I I would agree. All right. Y'all have a good one. All right. So for you that um don't live on the uh, internet like a lot of us do, there's this urban legend that's been going around for years now that white people smell like wet dogs to black people. Now, I, look, the jokes write themselves, but I think y'all get the gist of it there. Apparently, they have very good noses, and their animal instincts have us smelling like dogs. Uh, let's see here. Rick. I mean, Roger says, I would much rather see a woman place a birth baby in one of those drop boxes than to abort another child. Just another excuse for Thomas to go home early and not work. Yep, that was on the Guns and Gear text line from Roger. Let's see here. I'm not sure who this is from, but they said, yes, hospitals definitely need to drop it. Uh, I work at one, and non-vax folks have to wear them all the time. I'm talking about the mask mandates. Says I work with stinky patients all day, and the mask does not help hide the smell. Boom! There you go, Thomas. Wrong again. Sylvia texts in. Miss Sylvia uh, says Thomas is stupid. Yes, we can agree on that. That is for sure. Um, we got somebody says they're uh, says they're dying in their car, laughing about the jerk smelling like wet German shepherds. Uh, Kevin says just a reminder, Thomas. Today is Toothless Tuesday at uh, the Richland Walmart. <laughs> Hey, leave my Richland folks alone. Let's see. Somebody says he is so ignorant. He said it. He said he said it smelled a little bit. Yet you still smelled the fart. <laughs> oh man, off the tracks here. I tell you what. Look, let's uh, let's take a break and come back. I tell you what. Here we got. We'll, we'll take Derek's call first on the Matt Kaika Flowood phone line. Hey, Derek, you're on the air, brother. Hey, real quick, I just wanted to debunk that whole thing that masks cut down the, the, the cut down smells and scents. Because even as a veteran law enforcement officer, when we would go to a scene where there's a dead body, we would wear a dust mask um, with a whole bunch of big salve in it or big salve on your tongue to cut down the smell of a of a dead human being. So he doesn't know what the devil he's talking about. Those masks do not cut down odor. 
Of course they don't. I mean, the fact that, you know, frankly, it makes the whole argument against the mask for you. Because if it, if you can still smell the fart through the mask, then it ain't stopping COVID. No. And, you know, furthermore, people look ridiculous now with all these masks on. Some of them look like, look like um, bird, bird snouts, bird beaks. <laughs> oh, Put those things on. Man, look, they look, they, they look like those plague masks. Yeah. All bedazzled and, like, and stuff. And when a person walks in my office or walks walks to me trying to talk to me, I'm like, really with the mask? Really? I can't understand a word you're saying. I said, I said either you, either you email me, write it down, or something. But don't come talk to me with a mask on. I can't understand a word you're saying because you look ridiculous at this point. Absolutely. All right, brother. Appreciate it, uh, Derek. Uh-huh. All right. Let's take one more call here on the Matt Kaika Flow with phone. Hey, good morning, caller. You're on there. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hey, you're on there. This is Lacey, and I just hey, want to say that he's a freaking liar. He's <laughs> a stanking black line. That's S-O-B. Just a stanky liar. See, he lies. He is lying. My, I, I sleep with my husband every, day, every night, and, I, and I'm with him every day. And I know he don't smell like no dog. It, what it is is... Uh, Thomas looked like a dog and smelled like one. I had to say that because he pissed me off. He's an <laughs> ignorant person. <laughs> thank you, Lacey. We love Idiot. you. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Tell you what, I've got a I've got a caller on hold, uh, Austin Sarton. We're gonna get to him as soon as we get back from the break. Austin has set up a bunch of ice and water machines around Jackson, like vending machines. I wanna uh, talk to him about those for a minute. We'll do all that right here on the other side of the break. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYAB. Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, yes, that's right, Clay Edwards. Who would have thunk it? The show named after the guy. He decides to show up. (laughs) We're live in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. You can check out all their listings online at Southern Magnolia's with a S Realty.com. And look, man, these guys can help you do anything. Buy, sell, stage, lending, mortgages, the whole nine yards. Let them do it all. They're a one-stop home selling shop and property. I always forget about the property part because a lot of people like to buy land. You know, and then build and all that good stuff. Look, you know how to do this. Not me. <laughs> but check them out, man. You're out home shopping. Uh, weather's nice. It's nice to get out and go check out some homes and property and stuff. Keep Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty in mind. All right, if you guys want to chime in this morning, the, the phone lines will be open after the first segment. That's the Guns and Ge- I'm sorry, that's the Mac Hike of Flowwood phone line. That number is 601 879 Zero two, the Guns and Gear text line, it's always open, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That number is 769-241-1944. All right. So, before we jump into what I want to talk about this morning, I, I got an email last night from a listener. And we're also streaming live on the Save Jackson Facebook page this morning. I got an email from a listener last night who went and did some business at one of our sponsors. I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to give enough information 
for y'all to know who. But just trust me when I tell you. When we take these sponsors on, you know, we explain to them what they're sponsoring, for one thing. So they understand, you know, what comes with sponsoring a uh, politically charged show like this. So we make sure they're on, they're, they're on the team. And then uh, we make sure that they do their customers right. We, we've turned down sponsorship. We don't just allow anybody to sponsor this show. So cause I won't, because my listeners are family. Now, I can't do what I do without the listeners and or the sponsors. So when a listener has a bad experience with one of my sponsors, you know, I take that serious. But what I, what I don't accept is when you try to get over on one of my sponsors and then you tell me I can't, you can't listen to me anymore because I'm affiliated with them. Well, to that horse, I say deuces, you know, we, we don't need people like you in the circle anyway, if you're trying to get over on folks, uh, so <clears throat> to the fella who shot me the email last night about one of our great sponsors here, uh, you know, I, I, I did some investigation, come to find out you were in the wrong. The the, uh, the cameras proved that. And um, again, uh, enjoy uh, enjoy listening to uh, Super Talk or wherever, whatever else you decide to do in the mornings. Uh, we appreciate your business while you were here. All right, so on to the next thing. Calling all patriots. The time is now to take a stance and let your voice be heard. Join us on Unmuzzled Chat Podcast, where we are seeking to improve lives and ensure a better tomorrow. Be a guest on the podcast. Your story matters. Join the community. Support this movement. It is only our futures at stake and our children's. Let's take our muzzles off and unite. We are excited to hear from you. Find us on Rumble or any podcast app by searching for Unmuzzled Chat. God bless you all. See you soon. I made I made a video, a little quick little video about this last night, but apparently the big bowling alley out there in Florence, skating rink, bowling alley, amazing facility, uh, spinners. It was announced yesterday that they're coming to Jackson. They're going to open up there in the old Academy Sports Building on County Line Road. And all I can say is don't do it. Abort mission. Abort mission. Don't do it. I, I know. I, I, I know you, you're trying to pander. Y'all gotten some stuff still last month, a couple months ago. Some employee said something about don't drop your bad kids off from Jackson or whatever it was. Let me say it for you. Do not open another location in Jackson. Then people don't deserve nothing. Look at what they've done to North Park. Look at what they've done to their own neighborhoods. They're bad. They're terrible. Them kids don't need no dang skating rings or bowling alleys. Y'all, the demographic you're trying to get, the age group, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-olds, they're the ones doing all the robbing, stealing, and killing in Jackson. You don't want to open up a magnifier for that. It'll be like the M-bar for kids. You don't want that, I'm telling you. I get it. I get on in any normal planet, any normal town, it'd be like, oh, man, that's great. They're going to convert one of them big empty buildings into something for kids to do. In a normal world, 
That sounds like a phenomenal idea. In Jackson, Mississippi, that's the recipe for disaster. You're going to have one successful location in Rankin County keeping two locations lights on. And typically what happens when you do that is both locations go out of business. Now, look, I ain't telling them what to do. I wish If it opens, I wish them nothing but the best. But I would reevaluate my business decision before I jumped all in to opening anything on County Line Road, especially the Jackson side. I, I'm just, there's a reason all those buildings are empty out there. There's a reason all those buildings are empty out there. And I know the thought process is, well, Clay, you know, if we can get if we can get the all the bad kids out of the Florence location and kind of shift them over. And I'm, cause I'm just going to say what people are saying privately because that's what I do. If we can get all the bad kids to stay over on the Jackson location, then the Florence location can prosper. I don't think that's how it works. I, I just I don't I don't think that's how it works. I think you're just opening up a whole new market. And the people that want to come to the Florence location are still going to come. But, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Again, I, I'm i just shooting from the hip here. And furthermore, you, you got long-term water plans? It ain't looking too good over there. It ain't looking too good. I, man, it, that's going to turn into the cruising spot. It's going to turn into people just parked in that parking lot. I, I'm telling you, I hope they got a real security plan. Again, I, I, I'm... I know I sound like I'm being facetious. I'm being serious. I think it's a bad idea. I, w- I would go find a big empty building in Madison. Heck, Flowood. Build a building. I-, I don't know what to tell you. I just, I would avoid the county line road area. There's a, again, there's a reason those buildings are empty. There's a reason that Academy up and left a perfectly good building to get to Rankin County. There's a reason that Sam's left a perfectly good building to go two miles up the road. There's a reason that <clears throat> I keep hearing the targets moving. I can't remember if they actually made that official or not. But let's, for the sake of this conversation, let's let's say Target is moving, allegedly. There's a reason they're doing that. They don't want to be in that area anymore. And the more of those buildings that leave, the more of those little Jackson kids that take their gun to North Park to rob the popcorn stand. You don't think they'll come up in there? I mean, that's the, that's the age group, right? 14, 15, 16-year-olds. That's the age group. Kid, that for the most part around here, apparently seems to be raised without any parental guidance. That's going to be culminating their uh, hanging out there at the skating rink and bowling alley. Again, I get it, man. It sounds vicious. It does. It's to talk about. But Clay, they're kids. But Clay, they kids. It's just different, man. Y'all ever seen that movie Warriors? Them badass kids. I beat myself. Uh, can't do it. Somebody said a Florence location is apparently overrun with lawlessness. And it's still going to be. I mean, if that's the case. That's not going to change. All you're going to do is open it up to a bunch of kids that aren't coming to Florence. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I mean, heck, isn't, the, uh, isn't that other bowling alley already overrun with Jacksonians? The one out there at Fannin? So, anyway, hey, whatever, teach their own. But just let, let's mark this date here. October, what's today, the 5th? 
October 5th, 2022, Clay Edwards said this was a bad idea. And uh, let's let's revisit it five, six months after they open and see see how it's looking. If I'm wrong, I'll be the first to say, man, you got me, bro. I was dead wrong on this one. Dead wrong. Derek, I see you calling, brother. We're going to push the calls to the next segment. Let's see here. How about, did y'all see this thing in Jackson yesterday? Did y'all see this thing where a guy ran over his baby mama and left her under the car? And they had to put it up on Jackson's to get her out. It killed her. Uh, one of our great listeners was um, was listening to the scanner yesterday. And let me make sure I get this right. One of our great listeners was listening to the scanner yesterday and started sending me some text. She's like, you can't believe what's going on in Jackson over in South Jackson right now. There is a girl stuck under one of our great listeners, Kimberly. And she said, there's a girl that's apparently been ran over by a car and is still under it. No ambulances on the scene yet. A kid's missing and shots have been fired. This is all over there off Savannah Street. But hey, you know, I trust my sources, especially when it's coming from the scanner. I post it. And apparently we were the first people to post any of this stuff. Unfortunately, the girl has lost her life. I think she was 23 years old. The child has been recovered. The father, I guess, kidnapped the child. He's been arrested and charged, I guess, being charged with murder. But this is what's going on. It's just complete and utter lawlessness in Jackson. And and you want to open a skating rink there? Man, you're blessed that you don't have a business in Jackson. Take note of what's going on right now. Don't run to the don't run to the fire. You're not a first responder. Do not run to the crime. You're not a cop. You run away from it. <laughs> Do not be a first responder. You know, Adam says, what about the Rankin County trailer trash? I mean, look, man, you got that too. You got that too. But that's just part of it. When you when you when you build in the neighborhood, you're gonna get the neighborhood. <laughs> what you're not gonna get is is the Rankin County folks going to Jackson. So you're solely going to be hoping you get Jackson. And I tell you, if you think any of that, that Madison crowd is going to come down to County Line Road and intermingle with the Jackson crowd, you're, you're making a terrible miscalculation. The, the, the Madison moms ain't dropping their kids off at the skating rink on County Line Road. I promise. I promise you that there won't be any. That... County Line Road might as well be the Great Wall, the Berlin Wall, if you think that's happening. Definitely not happening. You 100% will be catering to Jackson. Period. So, see, I got people. You're on the air? Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? All right. All right can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. All right. We came in to talk about um, the black community. Okay. And I can I can do this because I'm an African American female that's living in the black community. I'm so sick and tired of this white, black, white, black, white, black. If you drive around the black community, which I do on a daily basis. Jackson is ran by black politicians. It's a shame before God the way the city of Jackson looks. The mayor has came into this city 
and literally put a curse on the city of Jackson. Oh, I firmly believe there's a demonic spirit cursed so over the why city. why would they want to talk about what you're talking about, what's going on in Jackson? I mean, you talking about what's going on in Jackson? You're the Caucasian. I'm talking about what's going on in Jackson. I'm a, I'm a black female. I mean, that's your right. I mean, you're supposed to talk about those things. Nobody else is talking about it. They robbing the hell out of Jackson. They set, they ringing, they, 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 they ring, running drug ringing. They doing everything. They promoting gang affiliation. They doing just about everything it is. And when you speak out on those people, they have something against you. They send people back to shoot at your house, something that you didn't know. They have a person, a bandana, you call in. They have your name marked in the city of Jackson. So if all your listeners, when you hear that, damn the city of Jackson and these niggas, fake niggas in Jackson, and I can say that because I'm a nigger. Good day and enjoy your day, sir. Thank you. You know, to her point about about talking about Jackson, I learned early on, when the Save Jackson stuff started, that they are more offended by you acknowledging what's going on. They're more offended by you reporting on it than they are what actually you're reporting on. The the, the crime is not nearly as big of an issue as somebody acknowledging that there's a crime problem, you know, and and I'll listen to uh, black radio hosts and podcasters, and I'll use Kim Wade as an example because he's here on the station. He's a friend of mine. You know, one of the things you'll get from folks is uh, when he discusses what's going on in the black communities is uh, black folks saying you can't t- you, you, you can't talk down on a, on a black guy. You know, especially like the mayor, for instance, if somebody if another black man acknowledges that the mayor is doing a terrible job. The response they get nine times out of ten is you can't talk down on a brother, man. You can't too many white folks doing that. You can't talk down on a brother. And that's a problem. you got to be able to criticize people who are doing a bad job. That's a, one of the biggest problems going on in Jackson right now is the. the the good God-fearing black folks, like that lady that just called, you know, if they, if they acknowledge what's going on, you got a hit out on you. It's like, no, you can't acknowledge what's going on. But we're going to have to take a break real quick. We ran over. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYEB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto. Uh, look, man, if your check engine light is on, stop by A1 Gear and Auto. Let them diagnose it for you. Figure out a route to get it fixed. Man, they work on everything except diesel engines. But they really specialize in your rear end, front end, differentials, uh, transfer cases, stuff of that nature. Uh, I've said it a bunch. And, hey, I know they're very happy with the business we're sending them. So what I'm saying must be resonating. If you got, you know, it's getting into hunting season, you don't put some, you got a new truck, you put some big rims and tires on it. You need to do two things. You need to upside, you need to upgrade your brakes. Those factory brakes are not meant to handle those 22, 23, 24 inch wheels with the big tires. And not just, uh, it's not just, um, off-road tires either. Uh, I'd say you got the low profiles on it. Your, your factory brakes are not meant to, to stop that. They will go out on you, but also your rear end differential, it ain't meant to pull those. You need to upgrade your rear end. If you upgrade your rear end, if you got four wheel drive, you got to upgrade your front end, or you can't use your four wheel drive. Start at A One Gear and Auto right there in Florence. They'll take care of all of it. Check them out online. Just go to Facebook, search A One Gear, or give them a call 
at 601-939-1060. They do AC work, radiators, the whole nine yards. Again, everything but work on diesel engines. All right. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, let's let's uh let's change let's take the temperature in the room down just a little bit for a segment here anyway. Happy birthday to Ashley Babbitt, a true, a real American hero, uh, patriot Ashley Babbitt. Hopefully, they'll rename some of these Democrat schools after Ashley Babbitt, so these kids will learn learn who a real American hero is. Uh, starting somewhere like Jackson, we need in Jackson, Mississippi. We need to rename some schools after Kyle Rittenhouse and Ashley Babbitt. Just my opinion, but you know what will end up happening is they will name some after George Floyd if they hadn't already. And this is also your daily reminder: George Floyd killed himself that day. He was not a uh, he was not killed by the cops. He killed himself. So anyway, happy birthday to Ashley Babbitt. We uh. We love you here at the Clay Edwards Show. We we would have stood with Ashley. You know, the same, the, the day of January 6th, I sat there in my office at work, and I watched that all unfold. First time I ever ended up in Facebook jail, all I typed in the computer that day was, let it burn, or burn it all down, or something like that. Didn't say what, who, when, where, none of that. Caught a three-day or one-week suspension. And I got home that night. And I used a different login, and I did a Facebook Live that night. And we talked about Ashley Babbitt. That was the lead of it, and I said it then, and I'll say it now. They should be statues of Ashley Babbitt all throughout America. Tear down some of these Confederate statues if you want. Replace it with Ashley Babbitt. Replace it with the January 6th POWs. I tell you, I, I was talking with somebody yesterday. I went to a little cookout yesterday afternoon. Ironically, another boiled peanut cookout. <laughs> but I already had a freezer full, so I didn't take any. You know, we we were talking about if the next conservative president that comes in, the first thing they need to do, and this is from a very intelligent individual that I doesn't come across as, as far-right or alt-right or right-wing, whatever uh, terms you want to use, and he said, man, the first thing they need to do is they need to pardon all of those cops tied in with that George Floyd nonsense, and they need to release all of the January 6th POWs. And my eyes lit up like a kid on Christmas. I was like, I've been saying it. I think the same thing. And they, they should. That should be day one. Cut the oil back on, get these pipelines figured out, and release the January 6th POWs and uh, let – let all those cops tied up in that George Floyd nonsense go. They have paid enough. Give them some money. Give them secret service for life. Protect these people. These are these are good Americans that were doing their jobs. We got to make things right with the police in this country. What our government did to police over the last couple years since 2020 has been disgusting. We have got to let police know that we love them, we respect them, and we need them. You ain't got to agree with everything they do. Just like with anything, there's a bad apple in a bunch. But over overwhelmingly, the police do way more good than they do harm. If you don't like the way your, your community's being policed, maybe you live around a bunch of people that need policing. Uh, Sean Tindall said it best at the uh, at Stokes Town Hall meeting the other day. That's a 
the commissioner of public safety. There's a large portion of folks in Jackson who ain't never really been policed. Really hadn't. And they're getting it now. And they think, it, oh, it's too aggressive. I'm going to rewind just a little bit here. I guess we ain't taking the temperature in the room down. I'm actually cranking it up a little bit here because I know this makes it uncomfortable for some folks. I'm sick and dang tired of hearing people in Jackson talk about we need police, we need and we need help fighting crime, especially the older folks. You know, the, the, they're the ones that are really at risk of the being robbed and killed and all this stuff, vulnerable people. And then they're the very ones that are upset about the roadblocks and the Capitol Police doing their job. I mean, what kind of dang city is so is so messed up that they sue, that they allow, and the city agreed to this. The people in the city are rotten. I would love to know who funded this lawsuit on the roadblock bill. I want to know who put the money up. Because here's the people that sued. I want to make sure we say these people's names. This is this ain't hearsay. This is factual here. This is from the lawsuit over the roadblocks. Their names were LaQuinza Morgan, Lauren Rhodes, Archie Skiffer Jr., and Timothy Holcomb. Holcomb. They're the ones that sued the city of Jackson and police chief James E. Davis. And now there is a and now they basically have just cut completely neutered took all the bite out of roadblocks. I mean, do you people just want crime in your neighborhoods? Do you just, you know, they get mad at me when I say this. Jackson is a criminal safe haven. Uh, Mayor Jake Wyndham said it. Jackson is a criminal safe haven. And antics like this just prove it. You know, y'all get mad at me when I say Jackson loves their criminals. They love them. You you can't arrest our criminals. You can't chase our criminals back from Rankin County. Once they get to Jackson, you should leave it alone. Then you wonder why Jackson just had its third year of 100-plus homicides. It had never had 100 before. It's had 100 for the last three years. We'll probably, like I said, we'll probably end with around 125. So in the last three years, let's see here, pull up my calculator and shout out to the teacher who said I would never walk around with a calculator in my pocket. Let's see, 123 plus 153 last year plus let's just go on and round it up. Well, let's just say through today, 100. It's 376 murders since January 1st, 2020 that we that we know of. That we know of. We're at least going to end up with another 24, 25. We will, without a doubt, have had 400 murders in in three years in Jackson by New Year's Eve. That is a whole extra year worth of murders at the 100 a clip. I mean, you know, buy, buy three, get one free. That's what we're doing here. We're buying three, we're getting another 100 for free. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then, meanwhile, you got people out here suing the city over roadblocks. Oh, it's racist if you have a roadblock in a majority black city. Or they say you're targeting black folks if you have a roadblock in Jackson. Well, Jackson's a majority black city. If the JPD sets up a roadblock, of course it's going to be targeting black people. 
no, not targeting, but of course, you know, it's going to be affecting black people disproportionately because they're overwhelmingly the amount of people in Jackson. That's math. That's just how it works. And I, mean, I know I've said this before, but if you set one up in Rankin County, really good chance that the over it's going to negatively affect white folks more, over, overwhelmingly affect white folks more. The difference is the white folks who ain't messing around don't st- don't file lawsuits to protect the ones that did get caught riding dirty. It should make it make sense. Y'all can't. But I know. I'm a racist for acknowledging these things and calling you out on your BS. I tell you, that's got to be my heel to die on. Shove a sword in me. I'm ready to die on it. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back in. This is Clay Edwards filling in for Jim Thorne. We are live in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. And this segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends over at Watchman Security Services. Eric and Nathan Knight, father and son, locally owned, locally operated, right out of Pearl, Mississippi there. They've been serving the Jackson area, or been serving central Mississippi for 35 years. That's right, watchmansecure.com is where you can go shop them online 24-7. Man, they've got everything. Uh, they're, they've been an alarm.com service provider for over 15 years. They offer indoor and outdoor cameras. Security systems, gate access, smart doorbells, thermostats, and more. Residential and commercial service is available. Call 601-955-9952 or, again, shop them online 24 hours a day at watchmansecure.com. That is Watchman Security Services. All right. Uh, The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Now, I typically have a strict policy about just ignoring some things. But when you want to drag dead cops into it, I will I will uh, I will acknowledge your stupidity. I was at home last night doing some show prep and I get a text from uh from from the show's number one stalker. And it says this. It says you of all people should not even mention the black female officer that was killed in the line of duty in Greenville. She is just another dead Democrat, according to you. Remember, you racist hypocrite. We don't need your thoughts and prayers from you or your racist listeners. Let's unpack that statement there. So because I just want to see if I can paint a picture of the stupidity here. We're allegedly racist. But when we acknowledge and send thoughts and prayers to somebody dead that's black, you don't need, you want us to be racist and not acknowledge that. I, I'm trying to understand it here. We don't okay, don't acknowledge it, but I'm mad that you don't acknowledge it. But because you acknowledged it, leftism is a mental disorder. Let's just get that out of the way. Uh, no disrespect to people dealing with real mental health issues, but th- th- this selective mental health issues that lefties have is um, is something to behold. <laughs> and, and I will say this, it is Democrat death culture that is why, why that lady is dead. It's absolutely Democrat death culture. That's just my opinion. Now, I think my opinion, I, I was going to take the state that is fact. Well, state that is fact. 
Yeah, it's this. They keep piping in that everybody that gets pulled over that's black is going to go to get shot or killed by the cops. This, that, and the other, and it creates this this nonsense, this unjustified hatred towards police from these people. So when they do have a police interaction, they freak out. Now this was a different deal. This guy had shot some people somewhere else, and uh, I believe that the pursuit led them to where this she was killed at. Have they released this person's name or picture or anything about the suspect yet? Um, I have not seen that. So <laughs> Sylvia, it actually was not Thomas. It was um it was another diabolical hater that that uh we don't acknowledge much on this show. But it it um so I just uh every now and then he'll ring my bell. And I'll give him the attention that he wants. And when you talk about deceased cops and us not mentioning them and this, that, and the other, see, it would be racist if we didn't mention it. That that would be racist. So, again, this this racism uh, narrative, it's nauseating because it's not true. It's nauseating because the only racist that I know are black Democrats. Real talk. Like celebrated racist. Like pillars of their community. It's black Democrats. Especially around here. And apparently on the city council in Los Angeles, they have Hispanic racist Democrats. But I mean, again, I don't know a single Republican, personally, that is a racist. And think about Donald Trump. Donald Trump bent over backwards for the black community, even gave y'all the platinum plan. And I'm sure I'm not the only person that found that a bit comical. Because, you know, the, the, the very famous uh, strip club, Platinum Plus, the platinum plan. Uh, <laughs> anyway, love some shiny things. Love some shiny things. Let's take a call here on the Matt Kike Flowood phone line. Hey, caller, you're on there. Uh, I hear what you're saying, man. I'm a, I'm a Trump supporter. I'm a black guy. Uh, but, yeah, there are Republicans that are racist, man. For you to say you don't know one that's not racist, I think that's being disingenuous. I, um, I don't. Not, I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm saying I don't. Let me, okay, let me say one thing, then, I, then the mic will be yours. Um, you would think that as, quote, unquote, uh, trendy as being a racist is supposed to be amongst conservatives according to according to lefties that there would be there would be white folks out there or republicans in general that would be holding up a sign that says yes as a matter of fact i am a racist white nationalist absolutely i've never nobody says that nobody does that well well they don't have to say it i mean it's covertly done uh and we have a system of oppression you don't have to say i'm a racist i mean the system does it for you does that mean everybody's a racist? No. Again, I'm a black guy that voted for Trump, and he runs again. We'll vote for him again. I like Trump. I mean, I I, I need somebody who's going to you know have my best interest at Yeah, no. Look, and I, I I love this conversation. I appreciate you. And this is what I was talking about about having discourse and and not arguing. So uh, go ahead again. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just you know I'm just saying you know um, you know I don't agree with a lot of the stuff you post and save Jackson none of that stuff. But a lot of it, a lot of it is true. Doesn't mean I don't have to. I have to like it. You know what I'm saying? The truth is a bitter pill to swallow. So 
I get it, you know. Uh, it just I have to understand what my biases are. I may not like to hear from you. I mean, that's just being honest. Um, but well, if, uh, but if my that. brother would have said it, then I probably would have digested it well. But that's just me, you know. That's me. No, I, pre- I, I appreciate I, that. I do because look, yeah. I, I I I'm rough around the edges. I I, I just cut through it. I don't, I'm not going to soften the edge to say something. And, and and I know that that is a some people like that. Some people don't. But I, I don't know how to sugarcoat bad news and, and the truth. I just say it the way it, the way it comes out. Oh no, I get it. I mean, you know, the bad bad news needs to be said, and, and it needs to be said the way you know it, it is. You know, because people and and that's another reason. I, and I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna land my plane. Um, um, you know, that's why I didn't like when people just call folks racist all the time because it takes the sting out of it. It takes the actual meaning out of it. If everybody's a racist, then no one's a racist. So people need to stop using words that they don't really know what it means just for buzz, you know, just for the sake of buzz. So if you're going to say somebody's a racist, have some proof, you know, but stop saying it because now it, it, it doesn't mean anything anymore. And I'll land my plane with that. You take care, man, and I keep disagreeing with you in silence. Hey, great right. call, brother. Thank you. All right. Uh, amen. Amen. I've been saying it forever. You take the sting out of it. If everybody's racist, nobody's racist. That's call of the day. I'm going to clip that out and load it up on the podcast later. Call of the day right there. Don't even know who it was, but thank you. I enjoyed that. Thank you. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards. Well, this is the Jim Thorne Show. Clay Edwards filling in for Jim on 103.9 WYAB. All right. Welcome back in to Clay Edwards filling in for Jim Thorne here. And uh, we're going to let a caller on the Matt Kike Flowood phone line take us home for the day. He had a great, great comment off air. So, my brother, the air is yours. Yeah, what you're saying is, Nobody knows what racism means anymore. Everyone throws the word around. And if you ask your your debating opponent or whoever it is, what is racism? You're probably going to get 10 different definitions, but it's been so weaponized and it's so loosely based, like the guy was saying. Simply, racism today means anyone who disagrees with the left. If you disagree with someone or if you don't like someone because the way they behave and they happen to be black or you're racist. Oh, yeah. If you, you can't criticize anyone black, no matter how bad they are at their job, like the mayor of Jackson, without being a racist. Like, no, I cannot just acknowledge and give you some constructive criticism. You're terrible at your job. I mean, it was even said during the Obama years, anyone who disagreed with Obama is a racist. Oh, I mean, that's how that's how loosely they defined it. And like the caller was saying, you know, once you've so loosely defined racism, all of the bad things that happened in the 60s kind of have lost their sting because they've so loosely defined it today. You know, I've heard I've heard a couple of people smarter than me say that, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. will be rolling over in his grave at these people calling what they're dealing with today is racism. Exactly. So, all right, brother. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, thank you very have much. Have a good life. day. You too. Hey, man, I uh, really enjoy filling in the second hour here. Don't forget, starting this Monday, uh, assuming that my camera gets here, we'll be streaming the show on video, the entire show, on all of my social media platforms. Looking forward to that. I'll be back in tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. for the Clay Edwards Show. It's Friday. Can't wait. See you all tomorrow. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Clay Edwards. Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. 
We are broadcasting live here in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. And if you want to chime in, the phone line. Well, let me stop there real quick. We're also streaming worldwide on the TuneIn app. Shout out to those listening on the TuneIn app this morning. And as well as WYAB.com. You can listen to the whole show's there we're not on facebook this morning uh, we'll start that back when the new camera gets here should be any day now and uh, again we'll be broadcasting the whole show not just the first segment so we'll start that back hopefully by the end of the week or we'll just wait and start it monday one or the other this morning uh we'll have our recovery podcast or uh testimonial tuesday whatever you want to call it we'll have we have a guest already in studio we have miss nikki patchen She's going to join. She may join before the second hour. Uh, just kind of depends on how the first part of the show goes. Um, let her say hello to you guys. Nikki, say hello to everybody. Good morning. Good morning. She is here. She got up and drove in from Brandon this morning, and uh, she got to experience the the head the the all out attack by y'all's headlights on me this morning. I was I rarely do I just make a early morning angry Facebook post, but this morning when I parked here at the studio. Before I even got out of the car, granted, I was seeing four of everything. Because I don't understand why y'all, y'all people, why y'all's headlights have to be North Stars. I mean, it's just like nuclear radiating headlights. I mean, is it powered by, is it nuclear powered headlights? How did y'all get your headlights so bright? And why so many of y'all have such, you know, I remember about five or six years ago when I was in the car business, I was working at the Toyota store. Maybe it was seven or eight years ago. Anyway, Audi first came out with these cool little LED strip headlights. And it's like, man, those are really cool. And they were like, oh, well, you should see some of the other stuff they have. But it's uh, America has, uh, DOT has really strict rules about the kind of headlights that can come in here. And I, I, I'm guessing we got away from those rules. Because originally I was like, oh, man, yeah, they're typical government nonsense. You know, let people have the brightest headlights they want. Regert, regerts, I have regerts for this because i can't see i feel like i'm under attack you're either coming at me with these nuclear powered headlights or you're behind me and i'm getting a triple effect of them in my rear view and side view mirrors and i understand now why people wrap their entire vehicle in five percent tint windshield included and i because i'm fixing to be on that list and if i if if i hit somebody because i didn't see it because my windows were so dark it's y'all's fault i'm going to claim it on your insurance but what I'm fixing to do is when I leave here today, I'm going somewhere, AutoZone, I don't even care anymore. And I'm buying every bolt-on LED light I can buy. I'm putting them on the front of my vehicle, and I'm putting them on the back of my vehicle. And I may put them on the dang sides of the roof rack. And if you get behind me, particularly if you drive Cadillac Escalades, those seem to be repeat offenders. And waste management trucks. They have put nuclear-powered headlights in all these waste management trucks, too. I'm going to nuke you with with bright LED lights from the front and from the rear. Either way, and from the side maybe. When you, because I had an 18 wheeler get right beside me today, and would not go around me, and it had these bright headlights shining in my mirror all the way. I finally slam on my brakes, let it go around me, and I'd be damned if it didn't have flashing bright yellow lights on the rear of the 18 wheeler. Anyway. That's enough of my rant about headlights. I hate y'all. Hate you. Hate. Hate, hate. Get some hate in your heart. Anyway, didn't didn't think y'all were going to hear about my headlight rant this morning. Um, Jackson Water. 
Oh, Mac Hike Fluid phone line is open. It is 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Do you hate bright headlights as much as I do? Can we... Can we get the the law firm that's doing all the Camp Lejeune water stuff? Can we get them on board to do a class action lawsuit about these bright headlights? Give me a call on the guns and on the uh, Mac Hike of Fluid phone line. Are you an enterprising attorney that wants to do something pro bono? Holler at your boy. I will be the. Uh, I will sign off on this. I can be the plaintiff. <laughs> Roger texted and said, "Did you drink your Karen juice this morning?" I did. I did. I, I, I'm telling you, I have, literally, I'm looking at Nikki across from me here, and I'm seeing three of her. But I, 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 I need to read this article about Jackson Water on the computer, and I can't. I, 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 honest to God, I can't. It's, it's all a blur. I got Jackson Jambalaya pulled up, and I can't see it. So I'm just going to wing it. Luckily, I did my homework last night, and uh, I actually read it before the morning show. Sometimes I'll just write down what I want to read, and I'll wait till I get to the radio to read it. Yeah. Last night, I was like, okay, I better actually read all this because <laughs> I want to know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you can't wing it. It's true. And uh, so that's what we're doing today. Now, look, all, all kidding aside, I am seeing three of everything, and my, my inner Karen is calming down. Uh, like I said, we got Nikki Patchen in the studio as far as for our uh, Testimonial Tuesday recovery show. But look, let's jump into the Jackson Water stuff real quick. So the mayor, long story short, Tate Reeves comes out with a post yesterday, and I may be able to read that. Let's see here. I want, I want to make sure I get it right. Tate comes out with a post, and here we go. Pulling it up now. And just says, hey, here it is. This is from Tate Reeves on Facebook. It says, we have been told by city officials that the mayor of Jackson is planning to functionally end the city's cooperation with the unified command structure the team that has been keeping Jackson water stable by refusing to participate in the process of selecting a water operator alongside federal and state water experts as the Biden administration repeatedly asked to be done. That would be a huge mistake by the city. They would be communicating through this action that they no longer desire state assistance and insist on going at it alone. President Joe Biden, y'all's president, EPA's pressed the state to prepare a request for water for a water operator and take the lead in the logistical process of procuring it. The Department of Health had the city review the, the I'm sorry, the Department of Health had the city review the technical components of the request as spelled out in the published RFQ. The City of Jackson, Environmental Protection Agency, and the Department of Health score the bids and ultimately select the operator. None of them report to the governor's office. The only role MEMA, the only role of MEMA in this emergency procurement process of opening the price proposals and communicating the price to the scoring team. Throughout this emergency, we have had to procure chemicals, workers, and materials for the city routinely because they were incapable of doing so. This is a this is a continuation of that process in an unbiased way led by technical experts. The state has poured millions of dollars from taxpayers of every county into this effort to rescue the city from a crisis of incompetence. Mm. If politicians of the city of Jackson are determined to reject every helping hand and regulatory enforcement action, they will find themselves in an even worse situation. 
There is very little trust among any outside observer that the mayor putting his thumb more heavily on the scale to select a vendor will lead to a better outcome than ex- than experts from the Department of Health and Environmental Protection Agency have having a seat at the table and ensuring that there are no games. He has proven time and time again that the benefit of doubt cannot be given on contracts and water issues. I hope that he will reconsider this dangerous maneuver. The people of Jackson cannot afford another critical water failure due to contract dispute akin to this to the garbage debacle. Although politics is clearly his priority, we are simply trying to ensure that Jackson Water does not fail again. Ultimately, it may fall to the city council to rein in his political, uh, his radical gambit. All right, so this is where I get in trouble, but I'm going to do it anyway. This is what happens when you vote for an idiot. You get idiot stuff. And to the 12 people in Jackson or the 7% that did not vote for Chalkway, I'm sorry for y'all. I do. I feel so bad for y'all. You didn't ask for this. You're stuck in Jackson. You own a home. You're upside down in it because you never thought it could get this bad. You know, it's like, well... You know, I mean, free to land, how bad can it be? But it's bad. And But to the 93%, I'm talking to y'all this morning, not that, you're, not that any of y'all are awake or have jobs or listen to this radio show, but to the 93% who voted for Chalkway two times, two times, um, you're idiots, and you get what you deserve. I hope you don't have water. I said it. I hope you don't have water, and you get what you deserve. I've never in my life, Seen a group of people so dead set on seeing another group of people have success and make money at the detriment of the other group of people. Mm. It's like y'all sit there and say, who are these black folks that we can vote for? These set-asides, these these politicians and these minority set-asides that I want to watch them get all the money while I suffer. But as long as somebody that looks like me is getting the money, I'm okay with it. I've never seen nothing like it. It This would never fly. In a Republican, I'm just going to say it. White folks would never allow this to happen in their communities. They would who if anybody was messing it up this bad, they would be ran out of town with tiki torches and pitchforks. They would not be allowed to operate. But for some reason, it's acceptable in minority communities because they look like y'all. I, I, make it make sense. Somebody, please. You know, make it make sense. And it can't. And now you've got Benny Thompson and them. I guess they've gotten back on page with Antar. So now you're going to have a congressional a congressional committee looking into what the state's doing with the funds for the water. And I can't wait to see how all this plays out. I can't wait for y'all to, for them to have to come back and say, yeah, Jackson screwed off the money. There's a reason Jackson didn't get the money. The state of Mississippi has no vested interest in Jackson failing. So anybody think, oh, they want it to fail. No, they don't. Nobody wants it to fail. But why should the rest of the state cover the bill for Jackson Water? It just don't make sense, man. All right, let's check the guns in your text line. Uh, Roger text in. says he's trying to do anything and everything he can to get the NAACP, Sharpton, and Ben Crump Involved to again make racial issues just like he has done with everything else, and I agree. I do agree. Let's see here. 
Circling back to my headlight argument on the guns in your text line, unknown texture says it's not just the headlights, bro. It's also got to do with how old we're getting. It's them old eyes. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. I, for a for a minute second, it crossed my mind. Clay, maybe you're just getting old. You know, I did read an article a while back about it because I've been ranting about this for a while. This ain't just happened today. This is kind of my niche arguing, crying about headlights in the mornings. Uh, my gimmick, so to say. As you get old, after 40, your retina gets that damage if it gets bright real quick, and it can take it up to a minute to re, to, to heal itself. Mm-hmm. Well, before it's had time to heal itself, it's getting damaged again and again and again from these bright headlights. And it is from being over 40 years old. But it wouldn't be so bad if they didn't, folks didn't have nuclear-powered HID LED headlights. Oh, man. But I will say... I'm impressed at the waste management trucks that they've got such bright headlights because they need it riding around neighborhoods in the dark. You'd rather have a well-lit dump truck, I mean garbage truck, but oh my, they are bright. I'm going to get you some of those um, yellow driving glasses. Oh man, do those really work? Yes. The kind of like Hunter S. Thompson had? Um, I don't know who that is, but I do know that they work because I got some from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, let's take a break. I, I want you guys to call in about this water stuff. I really want your opinions on it this morning. What do you think the end game is? Is it all about is it all about the the city trying to figure out a way to get the money and screw it off? I tell you what, before we take a break, let's take a call here on the Mac Hike of Fluid phone line. Hey, good morning, caller. You're on there. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Hey man, doing good. I just gonna let you know she's right about those yellow glasses. They work one hundred percent. It's night and day. You'll stop talking about the headlights if you get you a pair of those. Well, I'm mm-hmm. buying a pair today. Mm-hmm. Hey, good stuff. All right, man. Have a good day. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, good stuff there, Nikki. You're right already. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on one hundred three point nine W. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB. And necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty Studio. This segment is going to be brought to you by Watkins Construction and Roofing. A roof repair can cause you a lot of stress. Choosing the right roofing company to repair your roof is very important. Most contractors will try to convince you that replacement is the only way to go. And that, my friends, is not the Watkins way. And I'm going to stop this read right here because I want to tell you all something. I got home yesterday, and I noticed a little black car on my street that ain't supposed to be on my street. Not that it's not a public street or anything. But I'm going out to the street. I'm going out to the, to the edge of the road to get my garbage can. And these guys pull up, and they roll the window down. like, hey, man, um, I just knocked on your door. And um, you may or may not know that. He's like, I just knocked on your door. He's like, well, no, I didn't know that. I just pulled him in the driveway and you weren't there. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, we, we're looking at your roof. And this guy tried to sell me a roofing job from hollering at me in his car, in my driveway. And God bless him. At least he's got his work. And I'm not knocking the human being here. Mm-hmm. But it was so unprofessional. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, it looked like your roof's got a little uh, discoloration. My boss man and me here. He's like, man, this just ain't how you do it, bro. I said, I said, I said, I got, I said, I got Watkins Construction a roof, and if I need a roof, I said they sponsor my show. They're good friends, and I know them. I, I, I mm-hmm. thank you though. I appreciate your hustle. Right. You know, but th- that ain't why you ain't gonna have to worry about Watkins Construction and roofing 
pulling up and hollering at you from the road out of their vehicle, trying to sell your roof. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Your roof got a little discoloration, man. <laughs> my, uh, I, I clipped my headphones with my, hey, man. But uh, anyway, Watkins Construction Roofing. Where So whether you have a leaky roof, you need chimney repair, flat roof repair, roof water leak, shingle roof repair, metal roof repair, chimney flashing repair needed, Watkins Construction Roofing is going to be your go-to roof repair specialist. Give Watkins Construction Roofing a call today for your complimentary roof assessment. And I tell you all, uh, I'm from South Jackson. That means complimentary means free. Free <laughs> roof assessment. They ain't going to charge you to come out and tell you what you need. 601-966-8233 or shop them all or check them out online at WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Hey, man. <laughs> your roof discolored. It may have a little hell damage, he said. I was like, come on, man. Again, I appreciate the hustle, but you got to tighten it up. You got to be a little more professional than that, and especially yeah. to talking to me. I'm in sales. Yeah. I mean, whether I'm selling radio ads or selling cars or ceramic coating jobs, I mean, you got to have a little professionalism. I don't want it to be so polished that I feel like you're reading a script. Right. But I need it, I need it a little bit better than that. Right. And we need it a little bit. Most people in Brandon are going to want it a little bit better than that. That may work in Jack Clay. It will show this segment. It's going to be brought to you by any, many, mighty, mo, Watkins Construction and Roofing. A roof repair can cause you a lot of stress. Choosing the right roofing company to repair your roof is going to be very important. Most contractors will try to convince you that replacement is the only way to go, and that, my friends, is not the Watkins way. They believe in an honest assessment that doesn't necessarily mean replacement. In most cases, all you need is a repair. So, hey, whether you need a leaky roof, you need chimney repair, flat roof repair, roof water leak, shingle roof repair, metal roof repair, chimney flashing repair, Watkins Construction and Roofing is your go-to roof repair specialist. Give them a call today for your complimentary roof assessment at 601-966-8233 or shop them online at watkinsconstructioninc.com. Uh, good, good folks over there, man. Good folks over there all right so this weekend game day big weekend in jackson i I said it on my tiktok the other day uh this could be the biggest weekend in the history of jackson in the last 20 years it it, it could be as far as a potential positives and negatives i mean it's kind of kind of a coin toss isn't it you know I, i said this on the internet the other day and Yesterday's show was our recovery show. Man, great show. Uh, one of my that was one of the best conversations I've ever had on this radio program. As far as engaging, enjoyable conversation, really, really enjoyed uh, Drew Hassan yesterday. But <clears throat> so we, we we didn't talk about Jackson stuff. Just took a detox from it. But I'm back. I'm recharged and I'm ready to go. Jackson versus JSU, the greatest rivalry. In the southeast, not Alabama, Auburn, not State Ole Miss, not anybody else, not Tennessee, Alabama, not JSU, Alcorn, not LSU, Ole Miss, LOL. It's Jackson versus JSU. JSU needs Jacksonians to act right. They do. I mean, there's no doubt about it. If J if Jackson if Jacksonians would just act right, JSU could become the true power that it has the potential to be. Again, I've made no bones about it. 
I am a JSU supporter. I always have been. I grew up on Lynch Street at my dad's store. The Paytons were in and out of the store. I used to sit back and play video games with Walter's son, Jared. I mean, I know I, I'm pl- I was plugged into the JSU stuff for years and years and years. We had the club down on Capitol Street. We worked with all the fraternities and sororities. I've always been a supporter. Apparently, when you, if you start calling out Democrat politicians for being terrible at their job, somehow you, you're not allowed to like the uh, historically black college in the town anymore. Apparently, you can't differentiate between the two. You can't compartmentalize. I can. Um, Jackson is the biggest rival and the biggest threat to the to the success of JSU. You know, you never seen the coach at Mississippi State or Ole Miss have to come out and say, "Can we please just have a weekend of no robbing and killing and stealing in Starkville or Oxford or Hattiesburg for that matter?" Never once, at least not in my lifetime. Has a has a coach from one of the SEC schools or any other school for that matter conference had to come out and issue a plea to the city not to screw up for just just give them two days just don't kill nobody for two days I'm begging y'all wasn't even specific necessarily about the two days just as long as it's Saturday give them Friday or Saturday or give them Saturday and Sunday well it's clear that Friday and Saturday was the deal. Because, you know, we told y'all on Save Jackson, nobody else reported it, that Sunday morning there was a murder in the North Jackson, Northview area. And that's right over there, what they call on the wrong side of the tracks, over by Fondren. Uh, Northview, isn't that where they keep regurgitating gay bars at in that same place there on Northview? So give you an idea where it's at there, right next to Meadowbrook. Uh, there was a murder there. So yesterday I'm sitting at work. I get a breaking news thing on my phone. Says, or maybe it was Monday, hell, whatever day it was, yesterday. Anyway, four homicides in 48 hours to bring our number to 115 for the year. 115. Now, you, you know how we do this. You, be, you may be asking to yourself, well, Clay, how many were we at last year? Surely last year's 153 was an anomaly. We will never get close to that again. That was, that was because of interpersonal drama and COVID is the reason there was 153 homicides last year. Well, on this day in history, we were sitting at 124 last year. This year, we're at 115. You can do math. That's a nine homicide difference. Now, here's where an anomaly comes in. Between October 23rd, 2021 and... Let's see here. November 4th, there was not another homicide. So they went almost two weeks without a homicide. I don't foresee that happening. I think by November 4th, we will be caught up with last year's pace. We will, by November 4th, mark it down, we'll be sitting at 126 or 125, 126, give or take. I still believe. That I still, and that JSU thing, I believe, I still believe that we will be over 150 homicides this year. I ain't pulling for it. I ain't pulling for it. I'm just trying to prove a point that they can blame it on whatever they want. Until they start looking in the mirror, ain't nobody else to blame it on. These interpersonal interpersonal drama, uh, water, COVID, 
the land wasn't free. It don't matter. I mean, Chakwe issued a, a statement saying, asking Jackson residents to consume water this weekend. I'm not consume, conserve water this weekend. I mean, this week. I'm going to go, I'm going to go by my parents' house, cut the water hose home, just let it run. I'll just pay my, I'll just pay the water bill for them. I'm going to do my part to mess it up. Conserve water this week. So, so they don't run out when, when game day, when the game day crew is here. I don't remember uh, Dan Mullen or Hugh Freeze having to ask Oxford or Ole Miss to conserve water when game day was coming there. I don't remember them having to issue a plea to the cities not to kill anybody those weekends. I just always thought that was just considered common courtesy not to kill anybody. I didn't know he had to put out a special request. Like calling a radio station requesting your favorite song. Hey, DJ, can I request nobody kill anybody this weekend? And, 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 And you know what's sad? Is that seems perfectly normal. Like nobody's, I haven't heard a single, uh, nobody else even question the normality, the, the lack of how unnormal that is. We've normalized. That's one, of, that's one of the reasons I beat all this into y'all's heads. I never want it to be normal. I want to treat every homicide like I would want it to be treated if it was my family. I want to make a huge deal out of every homicide because I do not want to normalize murder. I don't. But I would tell you, kind of on a side note, I, um, <clears throat> I've been listening to Thomas Sowell here lately. I, I bought this book a while back and honestly just kind of dragging my feet on reading it. And I, I by, by reading it, I mean I bought the audio book. So I listened to it back and forth going home. The Black Redneck and White Liberal, uh, the book by Thomas Sowell. It is, look, man, it is very interesting. And I'm sure a lot of y'all have probably already read it or listen to it, but it, these problems that we're currently experiencing have been going on for years. It's just secular. It's very interesting. I, I, I'm going to do a book report on it when I get done, and we'll do a show about it. All right, look, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. When I come back, again, the phone lines are wide open, 601-879-0002, the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1940. Four. Would love to get you guys' opinions. There was an incident in Flowood Monday night at the Baskin Robbins with uh with somebody pretending to be the police. We're gonna get into that and Flowood's response. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be running Mac Hike of Flowood Studios with Mr. Hassan. And we are talking about Drew. Sorry, I had a brain fart there. It happened. Drew Drew Hassan. And we're talking about addiction and recovery. If you guys follow me or you follow my Save Jackson page, one of the things I'm regularly guilty of is um posting vid- videos and pictures of, of addicts doing dumb stuff in Jackson. I uh, posted one last night of one dancing at a car wash on High Street. And I, I openly know this. I pray about it. I lack empathy for, for people who are in the throes of addiction and don't want help, or at least don't outwardly want help. The second somebody... Uh, decides they won't help, I'm all in. That's why I do have a conversations like this. But I have a problem with the empathy. And, or Am I alone on this? Or do you, when you see somebody that's just absolutely at their rock bottom like that, what, what, 
what do you do? Well, I mean, this is, you know, this is a universal problem. I mean, <clears throat> so as Shakespeare says, betrayal is the unkindest cut of all. And there is a, there's a, a level of betrayal by people who are in an active addiction. They lie, they steal, they, you know, say they're going to do one thing and don't, uh, they lack integrity and those things to every normal person are off putting. It is a betrayal of sorts, you know, and it's, it's easy to fall into that trap where you, where you lack compassion. And I mean, I, I can see this from, from both sides. I mean, I look back now, I've been sober long enough to think my poor parents, yeah. I mean, really, you know, I abused their kindness and their generosity and their love. And, you know, look, make no doubt about it. They must love me because they put up with a lot of shenanigans. Uh, touche, my friend. And I just try to, you know, this is, it's difficult for being in recovery when you have friends that are making what you know are poor decisions. And you're like, you know, I'm just going to love you anyway and give you the freedom to make those bad decisions because there's somebody out there who thinks that the decisions I'm making are probably not good. Yeah. And now only kind of to talk about unintended consequences. Some of the videos and pictures I have posted of people uh, in the throes of their addiction on the Save Jackson page has actually led to those people's families finding them and getting them the help they needed. I've, I've had more than one reach out to me and as mad as they were at me, they thanked me later. You know, now obviously that was not when I was doing it, my intentions weren't pure as I'm going to help somebody find their family member, but I was all, I was grateful that it had a happy ending. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're, if you're riding around Jackson looking for people clucking at the car wash, I mean, you know, gonna be hard. <laughs> you're not going to have to look very far. I mean, but I think if, if, Growing your empathy and your sympathetic feelings about it, you know, try to take some solace from the fact that those people are in a mental health crisis. Yeah. I mean, they are. Nobody chooses to be physically addicted to something. All right. Let me let, let me ask you the controversial question then. Okay. It, is addiction a disease? Look, I, I plainly don't care. Yeah. I know that you go to any 12-step meeting and uh, Susie will, you know, wax philosophic about the freedom she felt when she finally understood that it was – I don't care. Yeah. I don't think it matters. I, mean, I think we. I think it was a way to get insurance companies to pay for recovery is why they harp about it being I a mean, disease. I mean, scientists and doctors call it a disease. Yeah. That's fine. I re it, it does not – at the end of the day, it does not impact – my life because you know look i have i have teased this out in my own mind is it an addiction is addiction a disease on one hand or is it a collection of poor behavior patterns and at the end of the day it does not matter i know this i know that when i do drugs i don't stop doing them and i do bad things if if I do that because I have a disease, okay. If I do that because of a learned set of bad behaviors, then I do that. I mean, I, I think this is a, a fight about nothing. Yeah. And it's not even nothing I wanted to really get into with it. I just, I thought about it there when you, when you were talking about the mental health crisis. And it's not, honestly, that's not even a question I've asked on these airwaves. But 
I, I do find it interesting and kind of what led people to decide it was a disease versus a collection of bad decisions. And people would be like, well, isn't AIDS a disease? You know, and that comes from sex or smoking, uh, cancer is a disease, and that comes from smoking. I'm like, yeah, but it was, it's still a collection, typically, a collection of bad decisions that led to getting the disease. Smoking ain't a disease. Sex ain't a disease. Alcohol ain't a disease. It can cause a disease or a drug abuse or whatever. I mean, I think some of this is probably born out of science's lack of understanding about what exactly happens in the brain. I mean, I know that in on some level, all addiction stems from the the manipulation of dopamine and serotonin and things that cause uh, an, uh, uh, an, an overabundance Force of happy. those. <laughs> you know, you, 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 be, you don't become addicted to things that don't feel good. I mean, nobody's addicted to hitting their hand with a hammer, you know. It, but if there's some pain pills on the other end of that well, yeah, trip to that's the ER, you know, I've watched people do it. Yeah, that's true. That does happen. Yeah. You know, unrelated, but I mean, still, it's just amazing what people will do when they when they get into it. It's like if I can hit this wall, if I can break my hand just enough that it doesn't that it doesn't really break, and I can get some pain pills. I mean, I that you know, talk about it. I, you will force pain on you. Oh, it happens all the time. To get pain pills for for pain you didn't have. You know, it's like just because I like the joy of the of the Lorset or the Norco or the opioid. I like the way it makes me feel. So I will actually create real pain so I can feel that. Well, uh, it you know, the majority of people that are strung out out there on opiates are not doing the opiates because it feels so good. They're doing the opiates so they don't withdraw. Yeah. And believe me, uh, I mean, the first time I was ever dope sick, I thought this is the this is the worst flu I've ever had. You know what? And then they're trading that for Suboxone, and it just goes to a, from one addiction to another. Suboxone is a, another sticky point. I mean, look back to the disease thing. So yeah. This is not a hill I want to die on. If if people want to call it a disease, fine. You want to call it a learned set of poor behaviors, fine. Uh, I just. I don't know what the big controversy is about this. No, I, I got you. I, I, I like your stance on it. I had been more hardcore on the it's a collection of bad decisions. But as I've kind of opened up my thinking a little bit and whatnot, I just I'm with you. I don't know that I care. Call it whatever you want. If if, if you can get some help for it. Yeah. By calling it a disease and call it a disease. If you can get some help for it by calling it a collection of bad decisions, whatever leads to you getting reconciling it in your mind. And getting some help, or if you're the parent of a child that's an that's an addict, if you need to tell yourself it's a disease to feel better about it, whatever you got to do, whatever you got to do, yeah. yeah, I think that's the most <laughs> that's the biggest change I've made in a long time on something. It's just learning not to care right. what somebody else thinks about it. So, I um, let's see here, man. You got anything you want to close with? Look, if I can stand for any one proposition, it's just don't give up. If you're out there struggling with addiction, don't give up. Keep trying. Keep trying everything. Go to a 12-step treatment center. Go to a faith-based treatment center. Go to Celebrate Recovery. Just don't give up. And if you have a family member that's engaged in shenanigans, number one, don't give them any money. Uh, you know, Don't enable them. And, yes, you know, you know who you are. You're doing it. You're enabling them. You know, you bought them five cars, you know, you know, you keep doing this, that, and the other, uh, don't enable and, uh, just pray for them and support them. Yeah. In and other I, ways, not giving the money. Yeah. Yeah. Just be there. Uh, a couple texts here on the guns and gear text line. I want to thank you guys for, uh, giving us a little breathing room today and kind of letting us talk this stuff out. I want to pr- thank Mike for calling in earlier and giving his, uh, 
testimony there. Uh, let's see, this is from Dustin. He goes, I took myself off Zoloft, Paxil, and Lexapro and SSR, SSRs years ago. No side effects and feel fine. Wife thinks I need Zoloft, but I'm good. Let's see. I'm just kind of running through these in live time here. Uh, that can Rick, be dangerous. It, it can. I don't proofread, unfortunately. Uh, Rick says, how many school shootings happen pre-SSRI? Hey, you know what? That is a great question, and I'm sure there's some there's some information about that out there. I, I know Mike did a whole show about this one time. I'll tap into his wealth of knowledge there. Uh, Roger says, so... So wanting extra funds from the state, the extra police, the Democratic-run town that was all about defunding the police now wants more money to do part of the show on this tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roger, thank you for that. I'll get on that tomorrow. I tell you what, let's take a break here. We'll come back. We'll land the plane with a little extra runway this morning and talk about Dustin's podcast and anything that we missed on my notes here. This is The Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 